Welcome back to Start Your Business with Sarah Klein. My name is Sarah Klein and I am your business coach. Today's episode is a goodie. It's all about one of the most important skills for all entrepreneurs, no matter what your industry is, making decisions. And as you guys know, I usually do these podcast recordings um, as a dual Instagram live on Mondays. So I'll record it on Monday and then I, you know, I just schedule the podcast to go out on Tuesday morning. But as I'm sure you may have seen on my Instagram story, if you're following me at brandcake.biz, I was just so tired yesterday morning. I had like a really bad sleep Sunday night and I just could not bring myself to do basically anything yesterday morning except for drink black tea and watch Downton Abbey. I mean, let's be real. What else is a girl gonna do? So as you guys all know, you know, I am my philosophy is very anti push through like make it work no matter what get your nose back to the grindstone like i'm really not all about that because i just know from experience that that is a first class ticket to burnout and a first class ticket to resenting your business so i took yesterday morning for me just drank tea and watched downton abbey um And here we are recording this podcast today. And as you guys know, time management is one of the key pillars that I teach all of my coaching clients. But even that is to say, like, even though I am, you know, the person out here teaching you how to manage your time better as a business owner and just as a person in general, like, there's never going to be a time where you're doing it perfectly. There's never going to be a time when you're figuring that all out. And that really... You know, I really saw that so loudly and clear yesterday because, you know, I was tired. I wanted to take a break and I didn't really have any podcast episodes on backup that I could share pre-recorded um, that I could have done instead of, you know, just having to like skip my recording session altogether. So that's, you know, I just share that because it just shows that we all like, No matter how advanced you are in your business, quote unquote advanced, whatever that means, but no matter how many years you've been in business, no matter how many years you've been on the planet, like you're always going to have things to improve and it's less about getting everything right perfectly and more about having the skill to evaluate, stay calm, and then try something new and then rinse and repeat. That's the piece that 99.9% of people, especially the stay calm part, (laughs) Like most of us don't stay calm and most of us will actually judge ourselves and then we downward spiral in shame. Blink twice if that's ever been you. I know we're all blinking. Okay, so um, how's that for an intro today? I think that's pretty much going to be our intro today, our little get to know you, zhuzha zhuzha. Um, and let's let's hop into the main episode and talk all about making decisions. Before we talk about making decisions, we have to talk about what indecision looks like. Indecision, you know you're in indecision whenever you tell yourself, I'm trying to decide. You know, you meet up with your friends on the weekend, you're like, yeah, I'm trying to decide, I'm trying to figure out. Here's the thing, y'all. 
There is no such thing as trying to decide. And telling yourself that you are trying to decide is the biggest energy drainer of all time. Because here's what's actually happening. You're not deciding. You're not deciding. And you are still spending your energy thinking about how you should be deciding. It's like if you were going to tell yourself, I don't want to eat ice cream, but then you're telling yourself, well, I should eat the ice cream. And then you go back and forth being like, well, I should be figuring, I should get a bowl. I should get a plate. I should put a scoop in. Why am I not doing it? I totally should. What's wrong with me? Hello, when am I going to do it? I guess I'll, I don't know. When I have more time, when am I going to do it? Like, oh man, even just talking that out loud to you guys, even about a fake situation like ice cream. <laughs> I'm tired. (laughs) So that is why indecision, you must be on to yourself whenever it's happening. It's okay if it's happening because, you know, we all, our brains love to indulge in uncertainty and our brains love to basically stay the same. So indecision is a great way to stay the same because you spend your energy and then don't move forward. So it's okay if you find yourself in indecision, but just notice when it's happening, where it's happening. And I know for each and every one of y'all listening, you probably have things that you're in indecision about that you think you're actually very productively, quote unquote, trying to decide. You're not trying to decide. You're flushing your energy down the toilet in indecision. Okay, so... Why do we indulge in indecision even when, like, logically speaking, I'm sure, you know, you're like, Sarah, everything you're saying totally makes sense, but that still doesn't fix the fact that I do it. And the reason why we still indulge in indecision, even if logically we know it's not useful, is because of the emotional layer. It's because you don't want to feel bad. And that's, I mean, that's totally okay. Like, by bad, I mean, you probably don't want to feel regret. Or maybe you don't want to feel embarrassed. Or maybe you don't want to feel fear or anxiety or whatever that quote-unquote bad emotion is to you. And for every single one of us, it's different. We all have, you know, and I I lovingly, jokingly say this word, we all have our own little nemesis emotions. Like those are the certain emotions, the certain feelings that are kind of like the oil to your water. You just are like, oh, I would rather die than feel that. And I just, oh, I'd rather do anything than feel that emotion. Usually when you are indulging in indecision, even if you logically know it's not getting you anywhere, it's because on the emotional layer, you are trying to avoid some of your nemesis emotions. For me, my ne- one of my nemesis, and of course, you know, this is not a f- an official thing. I mean, don't, don't, quite, don't quote me in psychology today over here. Um, you know, your nemesis emotion, it changes throughout your life. It changes in circumstances. Just really be on to yourself. Like for me, my nemesis emotion is hopeless. I, I know my natural default tendency is 
it's like, I don't want to go all out on my plan. I don't want to execute it at 100% because heaven forbid, what if I do it and it doesn't work? (gasps) Oh my gosh. Then I would feel hopeless. And I like, for me, that's my nemesis emotion. I'd rather die than feel like I'm out of options. I'd rather die than feel hopeless. Ooh, okay, that sounds dramatic, but you guys know what I mean. Um, to your brain, your I mean, your brain is a drama queen, so your brain's probably thinking subconsciously something along those lines. So the reason why we indulge in indecision is because you are you are trying to avoid your nemesis emotions. You're trying to not feel bad. And you're trying to avoid that feeling at all costs. But here's the thing. You're going to feel your nemesis emotions no matter what. Whether you make this decision, whether you don't make this decision, whether you pick one option over the other, you're going to feel your nemesis emotions no matter what you do at some point. Because life always has all of the feelings. It always has all of the emotions. There's no choice you can make that's going to keep you from feeling regret at some point. There's no choice you can make that's going to keep you from feeling anxiety or keep you from feeling fear or hopelessness or whatever your nemesis emotion is. Because all of the emotions, the full spectrum of all the feelings is just a part of the human lived experience. They, they will come up no matter what. So the question is not how do I avoid feeling regret? How do I avoid feeling anxious? And the better question is, okay, like, how do I choose something fully acknowledging that I'm going to feel all the feelings no matter what happens? And I'm totally okay with that. And I'm making my decision based off of other factors. So here are some of my favorite questions that I like to ask myself and I like to ask my clients to help them come to decisions and get out of indecision. First things first, this this is not even a question, this is more of just a pointer. Give yourself a decision deadline. And let's take it a step further than deadline. Give yourself a decision schedule slot. So schedule slots are a huge piece of the time management technique that I teach my clients. And essentially what it is, is like you literally look at your calendar and you find a little, you find an interval, like from X time to Y time, you find an interval in which you're going to get something done. And you just put it in your calendar and you block it off and you decide it. Of course, my clients and I go into a little more detail here that honestly makes schedule slots kind of revolutionary. Like, my clients get incredible results with it very quickly. Um, But for the sake of this podcast, that's essentially what a scheduling slot is. So give yourself a decision schedule slot. You know, this Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 10.30 p.m., you're going to make your decision. Like, put it in your calendar. Okay. So that was more of a pointer. Now to my first, like, favorite question I like to ask to help myself and my clients make decisions. If I could make any of these options successful, which one would I choose? 
Oh, and here's an asterisk. If I could make any of these options successful with equal amounts of challenge, which would I choose? Because I know that all y'all are out here looking at your options and going, well, which one's going to be easier? Which one's going to be easier? I want you to consider that all of the options are going to be equally easy. And also on the flip side, they're all going to be equally hard. You know why? Because you're going to have a human brain executing all of them. It's still going to be you and your brain. And all of our brains love to give us, you know, all of our brains, sometimes like just the psychology of the human brain, it's like we're looking at things through a distorted looking glass. And that's where the challenge comes in. That's what makes things hard. It's not the actual executing of the thing. It's not the actual doing of the thing. It's the human brain funhouse mirror. Like all of our perceptions, all of the, um, yeah, all of the perceptions that come up that make things actually challenging. So I remember, um, here's how I learned this. Here's how, here's, here's how I learned this. So when I started Brand Cake, um, the branding agency, not even the coaching business, but Brand Cake, the, band, the, the branding agency, raise your hand if you remember when. <laughs> um, like right before I started it, I, I was working in tech at the time and I deeply wanted to start a startup. And I was like, I just really wanted to do a startup. And I was trying to decide between startup and small business, like venture, venture-backed venture startup and small business. And I remember my coach at the time, she was, I was like, well, I would choose, I forget what I said, but I was like, I would choose one of one over the other because I think it'll be easier to do. And she was like, Sarah, it's not going to be easier to do either of them. They're going to be the exactly the exact same because it's going to be your brain executing both like you're it's going to be your brain doing either one you're going to feel highs in both you're going to feel lows in both like that emotional journey the problem solving journey is exactly the same so I really want you to consider that if you could make any choice successful with equal amounts of challenge which one would you choose and why okay question two what do you want people to talk about in your eulogy. This one is kind of grim, but I also love it. Um, For those of you who have been following me for a while, you know that last year I had a low point in my business in my life and I almost abandoned ship and went back into tech. And my therapist at the time recommended that I write myself a eulogy, like a fake eulogy, you know, like here lies Sarah, just thinking about at the end of my life, what do I want to be remembered for? And that was one of the most powerful exercises I have ever done in my life. Because let me tell y'all, there was nothing in there about tech. And so for you, I just want you to think about like evaluating your options. What do you want to be, what do you want to be published in your eulogy? Like what at the end of your life, what do you want to be known for having done? Question three. Oh, this is less of a question and more of like a pointer again. Um, and, and it's from one of my coaches. She's amazing. Lindsay Dotslav. Make a list of your choices. Make a list of all the options and list the reasons why you would pick each one. Then look at your lists and just decide which reasons you like the best. That's your decision. So... I really like this exercise because 
when you list your reasons why you would choose something, it becomes really easy to spot which list of reasons is fear-based. <laughs> like if you see a list coming up being like, well, it'll probably be easier. I've done it a million times before. If I mess up, nobody's going to know, you know, these type of things. Then, you know, oh, wait, that's just my brain being scared. That's okay. But now I know that this option, I'm really considering it only because I want like a parachute safety blanket. And as you all know, if you're here for like, if you're here for growth and building the life of your dreams, you got to make decisions that take you away from the comfy parachute safety blanket and towards what you actually want. So love that exercise. Okay, next question. Which decision gives you the most growth and learning? You know, sometimes I like to ask my clients, well, where is your growth? Like, which would stretch you? Not necessarily by achieving the outcome you want, but just by going on the journey. Because again, it's like, I don't know about you, but I know I want to live my life in a way where it's an adventure and I'm growing and I'm doing, like I'm challenging myself and I'm blowing my own mind on what I'm able to do and what what's possible. So if you're like me and that's also how you want to live your life, then look to which decision gives you the most growth, gives you the most learning and brings you closer to who you want to be, to future you, as another one of my coaches, Jess McKinley, always says. Which one brings you closer to future you? Like, not you in the past, not you in everything you've done up to in your life up until this point, but you, like, next year, you in five years, you in ten years. And this is exactly why, for all of my clients, in our very first session together, we do their goals roadmap for the next three years. We outline their business and where they want to be over the next three years because this deeply puts you in touch with future you and your future business. And then you can make decisions from that place rather than with your head on backwards, constantly looking towards the past. I always joke with my clients, like whatever you've done, because, you know, we all do this. We'll all be like, well... I can't do X because I've always been the person who never really could do X. You know, I hear this a lot in terms of like, well, I don't know if I could do this business thing because I never thought of myself as entrepreneurial. So I'm just kind of running my business as a hot mess. Like, I, I, I just don't think. And I'm like, listen, who you were in the past might as well be a different person. Might as well be Rosie O'Donnell. I always use Rosie O'Donnell as the example. I don't know why. I mean, she's great, I'm sure, but whatever. <laughs> like, might as well be just pick a random person who was not you. Because all you have to do is just make a different choice in the present. That's all you have to do. So don't, like, don't, um, don't live your life using your past version of yourself as evidence for what you're good at and what you can do and what you can achieve and what you can get done. Instead, think about your future you, who you actually want to be, and make decisions like that person. So for me, I remember um, when I first started my business and my goal was to make 40K in a year, 
which <laughs> thanks y'all been there done that um anyway isn't it so fun looking just like thinking about and this is good this problem this is going to happen to all of you guys it's like your goals from your past they seemed so big and then you're gonna blow past them and you're gonna go wow isn't that so fun and then you get to think about how your current goals are gonna be like that in like a year isn't that so fun anyway um what was i saying goals past future you okay well i totally forget what i was talking about i was going on a rant but y'all get the point okay so those are some of the key pointers for helping you decide now once you have made your decision and this is very important put the pieces of your action plan that are a piece of the deci- of the option that you chose, put the pieces of your action plan into your calendar, into your schedule. Again, like this is why one of the key pillars I teach my clients is time management because time management really is the vehicle that gets you from idea zone to execution zone. And for all of you guys who, you know, you identify as not good at executing, you're like, I'm a big picture thinker, but I'm really bad at executing. Yeah, that was me too for years. I'm telling you right now, the missing piece is time management the way I teach it. So you want to take the action plan from the option that you choose and just put it right into your schedule, put it right into your calendar in schedule slots so you know you can actually, you know when you're going to get them done. So if you're like, okay, I'm going, I don't know, what's an example of a decision you might be grappling with? You're like, should I do this market or should I not do this market? If you decide, I'm going to do this market, great. What are all the things you're going to have to do to get ready for the market? Now put it into schedule slots on your schedule. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so I hope you all enjoyed today's episode all about making decisions, why you want to get out of indecision as quickly as possible, and questions to ask yourself to help you make your decision and just you know a loving reminder that you're going to feel all the feels no matter what you choose and that's totally okay that's just part of being alive and if you are trying to decide alarm bells should be going off in your head every time you hear that phrase if you are trying to decide if you should work with me your discovery call with me is your time boxed decision slot. Like instead of spending all of your beautiful brain power on quote unquote trying to decide if you should work with a coach, if you should work with me, if you should book that discovery call. It's like, come on, let's just just get on the call, 60 minutes, and at the end of the 60 minutes, you're going to get to decide yes or no and move on with your life. Because we don't want you just flushing your energy down the toilet, actually not deciding, and then shooting on yourself that you should decide. So, as always, the link is in my episode description to book a discovery call with me. You can also just message me on Instagram at brandcake.biz. And I cannot wait to see all the amazing things you're going to build with your razor-sharp decision-making skills that you've learned in this episode, and I can't wait to talk to you in your discovery call. Stay tuned for next week's episode. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye!